0: The Nashville 2 Podcast with your host, Edward Fox. Well, g'day viewers and listeners. It's Ed Fox with Nashville2.com. What is Nashville 2, you ask? So Nashville2.com, it's all about telling your story. So uh, you're Nashville 2. Let's tell your story. And today I have a, a guy that's like pretty well known. He knows a lot of places around the world. He's photographed them. But one of the best places he's enjoyed is Nashville. You know, interestingly enough, me being an Aussie, he has record, he has taken pictures of Nashville, but he still hasn't been to Sydney. So Nashville's more important to him than Sydney. So he's been around Nashville eight years on and off and he travels the world taking photos. Uh, welcome my guest, Craig Alexander. G'day, Craig. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you. Hey, no worries. It's uh, fun to connect and fun having you on the show. Uh, You know, I'm from the deep south, so I'm trying to learn to talk northern. So I guess I should have said g'day, y'all. Yeah, you totally sound southern. Like, I wouldn't have thought Australian one bit. Don't worry. Well, Australian (laughs) is southern. I'm just saying southern hemisphere. So, (laughs) okay, so Craig... Uh, first thing I want yeah. to know, I think you've got some British ancestry, and me being Australian, that's kind of uh, fun for me. So uh, yeah. what, tell me a little bit about your story, because I think I read somewhere that you like uh, British, English, maybe even some French, uh, uh, and some American. What's the story? Yeah, I have.
1: So I'm, I'm a landscape photographer, I've traveled uh, to over 30 different countries and cities to photograph um, panoramas, skylines, cityscapes, and just kind of capture the essence, the the landmarks of each city and country that I go to. If you look at the background uh, behind Ed here, uh, that's one of my photographs of Nashville, uh, one of my more popular ones. And um, so I was born in Florida uh, about 29 years ago, and I uh, had a British mother and an American father, and we traveled around the world a lot. They did real estate development, so uh, lots of reasons to travel and um, at the age of seven, eight years old, I was moved to France, so brand new country, didn't speak the language, and uh, I went to French school for a year, and I learned fluent French. A year later, I was shipped off to boarding school in southern England, about an hour south of London, so this is right when Harry Potter was coming out, so I was at a boarding school, that uh, it was this big Victorian castle, and it was just like Hogwarts with the Forbidden Forest, and it was a lot of fun. So I graduated high school at sixteen. Oh, hang on, left hang 100%. on. How long, so
0: ahead. how long were you in? How long were you in boarding school? Uh, seven years. It's very British to send you off to boarding school. I just want to say, like you know, the Australians. One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, it was actually an international school. There are over seventy nationalities there. Oh so wow. In my, in my dorm room we had 10 people to a room and we had uh ugandans zambians we had people from hong kong we had people from australia people from yemen
0: british a lot of british come all over
1: Saudi arabia yemen paraguay uh it, it was a wild eclectic mix of people and it was really really cool uh I made a lot of lifelong friends
0: from people in 100 different countries it was great right. so uh, so then after that you graduate you graduate uh high school And then go on
1: yeah so i graduated at 16. um i was was very lucky i got into an accelerated program got to graduate early i left home at 17 and i started working in interior design traveling all over america helping tens of thousands of families put their homes together and i found that anywhere i went the number one request that i couldn't fulfill as an interior designer was uh they wanted pictures of their hometown their home the the emotional landmarks of each place so if we were in say franklin Tennessee. Just outside of Nashville, they would ask for like the downtown square or like the, right. the high street or, or, you know, traditional kind of 19th century. And uh, let's say if we were in New York or Chicago, it was easy to get pictures of New York and Chicago because everybody takes those. I can get stock photos. But if I was in Hickory, North Carolina, Franklin, Tennessee, um, these smaller places, um, there's the gap in the market. So I'd work seven days a week, 11, 12 hours a day. I was doing like triple shifts because I was young, I was ambitious. And uh, when i get off work at like 10 p.m., I'd go out to places like Franklin, Tennessee, and I would photograph, um, you know, the skyline, the local the local landmarks. And I started building up a, a portfolio of really kind of emotional landmarks that people associated with home. Like, what's the one symbol that represents your home? So if we're in New York, it was the Statue of Liberty or the Chrysler Building or Empire State Building or Times Square. If we're in Nashville, it'd be like the National Skyline. It'd be a uh, Bluebird Cafe it would be you know the Parthenon it'd be Broadway if we're in uh, San Francisco it'd be the Bayside Bridge or the Golden Gate Bridge that kind of thing right and uh, spent six years as a kind of interior designer slash starving artist because I do a bunch of interior design work and then I would like run off to do some art shows and I'd fail at those and then I'd come back to tail between my legs having lost all my money and gone back to Gone back to interior design, and I did that flip flop for about six years. And I finally kind of figured out how to sell art, and I opened an art gallery in Nashville in 2019. And I was really terrified. Uh, I was in a ton of debt at the time because I tried so many ventures that had failed—literally like, like 25 art shows in a row that had failed. But I opened my 26th venture in Nashville, uh, in Franklin, actually, and it went really well. I sold uh, probably 160 thousand dollars worth of art in the first year, and then maybe 300. Three hundred five thousand in the second year, and then seven hundred thousand in the third year. Uh, opened up four locations, and it just kind of took off. So I have this like little micro empire in Nashville. I sell all my work online now, and I do art full time. I'm going to Paris in about two weeks to do more landscape photography. Uh, going to be shooting a film as well. So uh, yeah, I get to be an artist professionally, and I also coach hundreds of artists uh, on the side how they can sell their art too for right. so living. So I'm an artist, but I also teach artists how they can do artistry for a living and not have to work a side job.
0: So you're an artist and a businessman uh, and yeah. a coach. So that's kind of cool. So uh, I yeah. take it during 2020, those galleries shut down and now you just extensively do online or you still have a gallery. Yeah. So it was kind
1: of a, it was an accelerant. It was, it was a catalyst. Um, 2019 was my first full year in business and it was wildly successful. I then, uh, I then invested in a lot of infrastructure to kind of, take it to the next level. And like two weeks after I paid that huge investment um, COVID happened and everything shut down. And I had a couple thousand dollars under my mattress that was feeding me and my family. And uh, it was terrifying. Uh, Nashville was one of the first cities in the United States to cut, to, to, to bounce back from COVID. So we were locked down fully for six weeks. Uh, I'll never forget. It was like mid March, I think it was March 15th, that it went down 2020. And then it was uh, so March, so, so ha- the second half of March, all of April, we were down, I was sweating bullets, like you know, being miserly, you know, right. yep. groceries had to be $40 a week or less. And um, of course, all your bills are still happening, but you just don't have any income because the world shut down. And uh, that's when I decided to go online. So I started learning, you know, internet marketing and e-commerce and all that stuff. And anyway, six weeks later, we opened back up and there was much less people in the gallery. But those who did show up were spending on average three times more than normal because you had all these first responders who were making money during COVID because they were working because they were, you know, first first responders or like, you know, frontline people. And they had no place to spend any of their money. So suddenly when, when I opened up, like the place was empty, but I was open. And uh, yeah, we did like three times more than normal. And that kind of funded growth of the second location, the third location, the fourth location. Uh, we opened up a gallery briefly in St. Louis, Missouri as well. And um, I started going online and I sold over 3,000 pieces of art last year online or between two and 3,000 uh, pieces of art last year online only. And this year is going to be our best year ever. So it's so really fun. It's going to destroy your growth, you know?
0: Right. So if somebody wanted to, maybe they've never heard of you, which uh, yeah. is amazing, but maybe they haven't. Um, how can they, where's the best place for them to go?
1: That's a great question. Um, I actually have a special, I have a special, like if you like Nashville, right? I have a special uh, link. I could even maybe even send that to you in this, in, in this chat. Okay. You could maybe post it somewhere. But it's a uh, special website where they can actually get some of my art of Nashville specifically for 50 to 70% off. Oh wow. And I just ask like the name, email, and maybe like a phone number and I'll send them some information. And then if they want, they could either call in or they can order online but it gives you lots of options, different sizes and everything. And um, yeah, they could uh, get, get some national art for 50 to 70% off because we don't have to pay gallery fees because it's direct, which is right. great. What's well, great about the internet it makes everything right. less expensive.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and I have to tell you that as a business owner myself, I yeah. am enjoying your emails. A lot of times, you know, the emails that people send suck, yeah. but yours are <laughs> awesome. I mean, they're, they're, oh, I like they're <laughs> well-written and they always- I, I every money. single one of them yeah and have a great picture in there and so i i look forward to getting them yeah. uh, and so they're all going into a folder plus i want to learn from you how to do that for my business
1: yeah. hey listen help. hit me up privately i'll i'll, I'll yeah, show you some of my right. trick. and uh, i won't charge you i'll show you what i do well,
0: happy help, to help of a deal so uh, so you spent eight years, I think you said, in and around Nashville. I think we were talking a little bit about it before we yep. started recording. So you spent eight years in and around Nashville. Tell us what, just one, just one of your favorite <coughs> places or pl- things to do uh, when you do get to spend some spare time in the Nashville area. Well, I'll start
1: that off with a magical story about Nashville. Okay, um, go for it. I sold my very first piece of art on canvas, a two foot by three foot canvas print, uh, in in Nashville Tennessee in 2013 okay. uh, I was 20 years old at the time and I had been wanting to be an artist for my whole life and um this is the first time I ever put something out into the market and it sold on the first day and it blew my mind it changed my life forever I still get goosebumps thinking about it but like I remember it was a hot summer day probably June or July 2013 right and this nice chap who i think he sold insurance or something he, he saw this Nashville skyline very similar to the one that's behind you there right and he loved it asked me how much it was and i told him he's like i'll take it can you throw a frame on that sure and uh it kind of gave me the belief so nashville i really credit you know i'll still be telling the story 30 years from now but nashville i really i really credit with being the being that kind of catalyst or that that uh, that first that first sale that gave me that belief and i sold right. the second one that day and I sold out. I sold like 13 or 14 in the first week, and um, I traveled all over the world. Uh, I was in China in 2017, Um, spent a lot of time in New York City. Um, I lived out in LA for some time, and just, it always came back to Nashville, so I moved back in 2019, and I lived there full-time for three years, and now I'm in Florida. I'm gonna be off to Paris, so I do travel around a lot, but Nashville as an artist, it'll always be my spiritual home. So, with that out of the way, let me tell you uh, a really cool, a, a, kind of a really cool place I like to go to. So, there's this tiny little creek called the Harpeth River. And it goes through Franklin, Tennessee. It's about 25, 30 minutes south of uh, Nashville. Right. It's called Harpeth River, and it goes through downtown uh, Franklin. And late at night, I used to put on uh, put on like shoes that I could get wet, roll up roll up my 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 pant legs, and uh, jump into the river. And I would hike hike through the river. It's very shallow. And I take really cool pictures with a tripod of um, just kind of wilderness scenes. You know, you, you hike five minutes either direction and you're in the middle of nowhere. And there's the birds and there's fish. And it's just it's just fantastic. So I really like the Harpeth River. Um, the, the Bluebird Cafe is really special. Oh, we're
0: getting two for the price of one. Yeah, oh yeah. uh-huh. three. That's okay. Let's hold yeah, that. Definitely. Let's hold the cafe for a minute. Um, We've doled them all out at once, one time or a couple of times, and then I'm like, let's spread them out. So normally this podcast runs about 30, 35 minutes unless we get to yakking and just run over time. But uh, there'll be video version and audio version. So if you want to look at some of of Craig's pictures. Craig, I want you to talk about the one that captured my attention. Mm -hmm. um, And the reason I signed up for your email blast was Mm -hmm. the, uh, what do you call it? The ghost town. Yeah, Ghost Town Broadway. Let's see if I can pull that up and, and maybe do a side-by-side shot. Actually, if you look at the link that I just sent you, you got a good picture of Ghost Town Broadway there. Okay,
1: we'll do that. We'll... Okay, can I yeah, that was a wild story. Uh, happened right in the middle of COVID, actually.
0: Yeah, so that's what you were saying. So this uh, captured my attention, and I knew there had to be a story behind it. So take a couple of minutes and tell us this story. And for those sure. of you that are listening on the podcast, uh this is broad broadway in nashville with all the honky tonks the neon all of that that if you've ever been down there like that place is packed and you know (laughs) i I talked to a few people and asked them i said how do you think this guy did this and they said oh he just went into photoshop and took them all out and i'm like no i don't think so (laughs) okay craig the floor is yours
1: okay so let me introduce the story by saying i wanted to take this picture for probably eight years now. When I first went down to Broadway, uh, there were thousands of people there. I think it was during like a CMA Fest or something, Country Music Awards Festival, where there's you know tens of thousands of people on that street. And it's kind of like Mardi Gras in uh, New Orleans. It's just packed shoulder to shoulder. You're in a sardine box, very politically incorrect in COVID times, but that's what Broadway is, right? right. And um, so I've always wanted to take a picture from right down the middle and uh, this was probably the best spot to shoot it. And every time I've gone out late at night or early in the morning to shoot that, there's always been, I don't know, party buses full of bachelorettes or homeless people or walker or police cars or horseless carriages, or yeah, just, just, just there's a million things, even at four in the morning. And I've gone there again and again and again, and I've always failed to get it. So about 90% of the way through our COVID lockdown, it was six weeks in Nashville. So like on week five, um, I was really kind of uh, mentally and emotionally exhausted from kind of being cooped up, and um, I really wanted to go out, uh, go out and do something because I had been at home for most of the time. At this point, we're beginning to hear, you know, whispers that like the world was coming back to life and it was okay to like leave our house for recreation. Right. So um, I remember walking. I think I was at the gym at the time. We had our own private gym in our apartment and on tv there was the broadcast on tv of uh a picture of, of it was like a live broadcast of, of broadway and it was like pretty much empty except for some police cars and i'm like oh my god uh maybe i could go take this picture so i jump on my motorcycle um head down to go uh to broadway with uh, a tripod with the with tri- a tripod and camera on, in my backpack yeah everything okay and i got there and there's cops everywhere flashing lights, there was barricades, there was a tow truck, it was like, it was like full of activity, and I waited for about an hour, I stood in that exact same spot, and I waited for about an hour, and I was like, hey, um, you know, maybe they'll move, after an hour, they didn't move, uh, the tow truck left, but um, the, the the police didn't, and I plucked up some courage, I was like, you know what, it's now or never, it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, so I uh, went up to the cop, uh, knocked on his window and very politely said hey I'm so sorry to bother you but is there any way that I could um is there any way you can move around the corner I promise I'm not trying to rob a bank or anything uh, I just really want to get the shot down the down the street is there any way you could uh, go around the corner for me I'll be like 20 minutes tops and he kind of looked at me up and down and he's like are you trustworthy and I'm like I hope so anyway he did he was super cool super nice with me and he got he and all his buddies to go around the corner and cleared the way. And so I set up my tripod. I had these old vintage lenses from about 50 years ago that I use with a modern digital camera with vintage lenses on the front with like an adapter. Right. And I got this 30 second photograph of Nashville. I call Ghost Town Nashville. And it's like a once in a lifetime, you'll never get it again. And there's normally tens of thousands or at least thousands of people there. And uh, yeah, I got to snap it and it's been my most popular piece now. And uh, yeah, uh, probably two, three, four people a day Still online they they're buying it like crazy and it's probably number one bestseller now even more than yeah. new york city or san francisco or paris this outsells the eiffel tower believe it or not
0: wow no i am not surprised i love it uh, i i love it and i was thinking like okay well i need to talk to him and see uh what it would take to use that as the nashville 2 background but i kind of like <laughs> this one you're letting me use right now so i, I was using one um, that's not as good as this one, so now I've got the best one, okay. right, Craig? So yeah. So uh, that, that's it. sorry, go on.
1: I, I was just gonna say um, that that link I sent you there. Um, they can literally secure that if they do if they do want to read the story or uh, right, God forbid they want to if they want to get one for their house, uh, they can get one for like fifty to seventy percent off. Um, it's a special online coupon only. This doesn't apply to in person meetings, but uh, if they order online, it's literally like a third of the price because you don't have to pay. Our galleries typically take 50, 70% um, uh, right. go, like a commission. Sport, commission in yep. here online. We don't have that. So uh, that's awesome. Well, Anyone thank you.
0: Position? Thank you for doing that for our listeners. Um, and I think everybody needs a copy of this because it, 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 nobody else has done it. Nobody else can do it. Nobody else will ever be able to take this photo. Um, so that to me was amazing. It's This is a once in a, a, a hopefully, hopefully a once in a lifetime photo. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, to... Fingers crossed. <laughs> you know, uh, so that is awesome, and so I, I'm so excited uh, of, of the offer that you're putting out there. I think that's awesome. Uh, so okay, so you got that shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you have lived around Nashville for eight years. I'm actually living in Franklin right now, so uh, so wow. I'm I'm going to go check out the river. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I've mm-hmm. been I lived in Kansas for 30 years, originally from Australia, as most of my listeners know know this story already but um, I'm really enjoying the Nashville Metro, right? And we want to tell Nashville Metro stories. And so, hey guys, I'll I'll throw in a plug. If you know somebody that you think should be on the podcast and we should hear their story, uh, please have them email me, edward at aussiefox.com and that'll be in the show notes. You can find that on, we'll be on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and then on the audio podcast, uh, probably Google, iHeart, Amazon, Spotify, blah, 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 you know, all of them. So, um, so yeah, definitely get a listen and and share it and we'd love your reviews. Uh, We'd love your reviews and Craig would love you to spend uh, a big fat chunk of money. That's 70, (laughs) to 70% off on all his artwork. Okay. So is that a good plug for you, Craig? Okay. You're the best best, dad. Oh my God. Thanks man. So where else, where else now, uh, talk about the cafe that you were talking about. So I've got like
1: 10 different places. I got to prioritize these because I don't want to waste your time. Um, (laughs) Nashville is so special. I've literally, I've lived in Paris. I've lived in the South of France. I've lived in London. I've lived in uh, Los Angeles, um, Chicago, New York, and there's something magical about Nashville. There's so many hidden gems. People are so nice here. They're so, they're so welcoming. They're so kind. And, uh, I I was there about two weeks ago. I did a private art show, uh, invite only. And, uh, was just it really struck me how unique Nashville are uh Nashville is and uh so another one I got is actually the um the the Bluebird Cafe it's a tiny unassuming maximum capacity maybe 80 or 100 people but many uh country music singers like world world-renowned stars got their got their start playing open mics at the Bluebird Cafe and it's impossible to get tickets you have to book you know three to six months ahead it's kind of like a it's like a five-star hotel in New York City, and you have to you have to know someone or you have to book six months ahead. But it's just so magical the inside uh, the inside walls are just plastered with you know pictures of performers. You know Taylor Swift used to perform there five years before she put or two oh, wow. three years before she put out an album. Uh, it's just like the laundry list of the who's who in
0: country music. So if uh, a person's around on. Nashville or coming to Nashville, they need to book about book ahead. ahead but time. oh my god, you won't be sorry right? Awesome. I need to get on that yeah, list. You got another yeah, one? Let me,
1: know, let me know if you want others. Uh, there, there's a bunch of
0: great other ones. Okay. Well, give us, yeah, give us a couple. So what I ask my uh, um, guests to do is to just shoot me the link and a little blurb what they, what they like about that particular thing um, after the yeah. show you put in the show notes. So you, you give me okay, cool. as you want to send me the info on.
1: okay cool we'll keep it to three then (laughs) (laughs) so so we got the Bluebird cafe the harpeth river and i think the third one is there is a hidden spot to go cliff diving in the summer so there is a beautiful there's a beautiful lake um it's like a it's like a state park there's a beautiful lake called percy priest lake okay um by uh, hendersonville uh, mount juliet area right and hermitage mount juliet on the um On the east, southeast side of Nashville, and it's a beautiful reservoir lake. And you know, people go fishing, people go canoeing, boating, all those kinds of things. But you can't access it by road, so you either have to hike about two or three miles, and there are these hidden cliffs, and there are ropes so you can get out of the water again. But you have three stages. You got like five feet jump, and then you got like a twenty-five foot jump, and then you got a fifty-foot jump. And I've done all three of them. I'm, I'm a little scared of heights, but whenever I see an opportunity to jump off something that's safe, of course, but right. anytime I see an opportunity to jump, I like, I challenge myself. I challenge myself to kind of overcome my fear of heights. And so it took a good five minutes on the precipice of that, of the highest one before I dove. It looks terrifying on the top, but I got some yeah, really cool videos. i anxiety
0: right now, even thinking about <laughs>
1: like the five foot. So here's, like- what, here's what's really cool, right? There, there's a, there's like a private yacht club marina kind of thing that you can drive up to but then you either have to walk along the shore of the lake for like a mile or two, or I just flagged down a boat and said, hey, if I give you five bucks, could you run me over there? They're like, sure. So uh, we gave them five bucks and they ran us a couple miles across the lake and it's literally not accessible by boat. But when we were there, there was like 30, 40 people. So it's, it's February right now, so it's a little chilly, but in the summer there is no better place for a weekend hangout. Uh, there's like people had like bonfires and they had chairs going there and they're singing campfire songs with their guitars. But it was like it was like a Mark Twain, uh, you know, uh, settler. Is you know, name? The,
0: is there a name for this area or?
1: Uh, it's totally uncommercialized. They're natural cliffs and some local attached to rope so you can safely get out of the water. But there right. is no name, so wow. you just go down to Percy Priest Percy Priest Lake and you ask people. You know, it's local lore. People know about it, and you ask about the cliffs and ask three or four people and they'll find that you'll get to the right place and you might have to walk along the the the, the, the shore and there's like a well there's a not a paved road but there's a well mapped out road you know that's, okay. that's well traveled Braille. and uh you gotta walk about a mile or two but uh it's so worth, it's a hidden gem which makes it all the more special
0: awesome well that is something that we've not had on the show so far so that is, okay. cool. that is it's, cool. uh,
1: it's very instagrammable we'll just say that
0: yeah okay well you know that's what it is this day and age as if if a photographer says it's Instagrammable, you probably figure it's Instagrammable. you know that's the truth Uh, hey craig where where i'd like i could talk to you for another hour but um any any last minute um you know you want to put a plug in for your uh teaching courses or a plug in for your artwork uh, um
1: that's very generous of you. thank you um so yeah so it's about a year ago i was getting so many uh dms in instagram and facebook asking people uh, artists reaching out to me and asking hey how do you sell your own work um you know i've never found anyone who's been able to successfully make a career out of selling landscape photography so i kind of put together a online course for landscape photographers and uh, i teach you from the very beginning you don't have to have any technical skills if you can like learn to drive a car you can you can learn to make this thing work, and I have over 300 paid students now. Uh, they're doing really well, and uh, I have uh, live live web classes all the time. Um, yeah, if you want to check it out, actually, if you give me one sec, I can actually get you a link if you want. But well, I've helped. We'll have it in the show notes.
0: People. So if you want to yeah. send it over to me, because I'll grab these for the show notes as well. But if you want to send it over to me uh, in an email, then we'll grab those show notes. And I'd uh, be
1: more than happy to. You can you can check out an hour an hour long free class. exactly how to sell your own art online and what's really been beautiful about it is I've been very blessed to have had a long career in interior design so I learned a lot of like trade secrets of how to sell art and now being able to take that to the public and teaching other artists who didn't have the privilege of having that career um, kind of making I'm a big fan of making things accessible for everyone so yeah I I teach through that
0: yeah Oh thank you. There it is in my in my chat. So one of the things that to me is interesting, uh, you know, I grew up pre-digital age, right? So I used yeah. to shoot with thirty five millimeter and I was getting into the medium format and just was trying to save money to buy that. And then I started hearing about digital cameras, so I sort of like, uh, well, I'll hang on, you know, and then they're yeah. like, they're like half a megapixel to start with, you know, and now we're up to like 75 or 150 megapixel or whatever. Anyway, that's all, that's all technical jargon. But I think being in a digital, I think being in a digital age more than ever, it's important for us to have that art on our walls, right? It's important for us to have that instead of stuck in our phones or stuck in our computers. So uh, viewers and listeners, I would urge you, if you have family photos stuck in your phone or stuck in your computer, uh, go get some prints and get them on the walls, get them on the wall, 100%. not just leave them stuck in your phone. And then if you need a good centerpiece around the city you're in, um, maybe Craig has just the piece for you. <laughs>
1: <There> you <go. laughs> um, really appreciate you, man. Um, yeah. if, if you go to my link there, you can check out the one piece of art and I'll send you emails with a special coupon where you can get 30 35 different right. cities. At 30, yeah. They're good.
0: Like I said, I love your email. So people don't be afraid to sign up for his email list. It's easy to unsubscribe if you don't, but you get a different, you you get a different look at a different piece of art every day. It seems like, and, uh, or not every day, but you know, when they come, when they come
1: once every three days, I think, yeah, I I send out a new piece of art with a cool story behind it.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. So uh, like, it's almost like a, uh, just an education as well. So, and then you get the offer to buy. So, hey, feel free to buy every single piece he sends out. That's okay too. Like, you know, he won't mind. Like you can't buy too much, but uh, no, and it's all worth it. So it's all worth buying because it all looks gorgeous. Send it to your friends, buy it and send it to some friends. You know, that would be cool too. Um, Sorry, you were going to say something, Craig?
1: No, it's all good. Thank you so much. Um, And then anyone interested in the coaching, you can just hit that link. And what I have is an introductory class. It's about an hour long and it just walks you through the basics of how to sell your art online and at the, at the end there's an offer to do a you know go further with me and do some private coaching and uh, i'm happy to help awesome. so um there's no there's no uh, uh there, there's no obligation basically if you click that link you can watch watch a free uh, a free intro class that's really really powerful we've had thousands tens of thousands of people go through that class and uh people really like it so yeah just click that if you're interested in learning how to sell your art online
0: Thanks, Craig. So I'm going to put that. That'll be in our show notes, folks, and it will be listed as introductory class, free introductory class, and so yeah, for for artist artist coaching, yeah, artist coaching. And you'll be able to click on that link and and get that information. Hey, Craig, thanks so much for being on the show. Of course, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Ed. Ooh. This is the Nashville Two Podcast with your host Edward Fox.